0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fort Ford Podcast. It has been two weeks since we last recorded. Uh, Free agency has officially settled down. Post-free agency trades have just settled down. We're fresh off the CP3. Russell Westbrook trade, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about other... Random things that have come up over the last few weeks.
1: But first, we Um, have to talk about Anthony Davis being indoctrined into LeBron's Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday,
0: Tuesday. (laughs) yeah. I do get a kick out of that. I was surprised, like, I was just, I was thinking about that when I was going on a walk today. I was like, how crazy is it that Bron's kids could just go to school the next day, or all their summer vacation now, but when they go to school, they'll just be like, yeah, I mean, I was... I guess it's the war- the novelty of that is kind of worn off if your dad's LeBron James. But you can be like, yeah, I was hanging out with Anthony Davis.
1: I mean, he had Daniel Caesar do a, like, private concert for the family. I mean, I think, like, those kids are probably pretty immune to, like, anyone that walks through the door.
0: Right. It's I wonder Star who Conqueror's LeBron's not kids... not really something that they feel.
1: Yeah, I wonder who, like, Bronny and Bryce, like, see. And they're like, oh, sh-, like my dad knows that person <laughs> like, I don't know if there's maybe Obama I don't know even that
0: seems like a good candidate Obama's a good one
1: Obama was a good candidate in 2008
0: I wonder in 12. if you were to ask his kids who the best basketball player of all time is who they'd say
1: if you ask LeBron's kids
0: yeah <laughs> I mean You'd think they'd say LeBron, but maybe one of them's like is a like UK Co- fan, Or Kobe think. stan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, you've got to think that one of them is trying to stick it to his dad a little bit and then saying his favorite player is Kobe or something.
1: I mean, yeah, but I, do they actually? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I feel like if you're a part of that, like, they, they probably think that their dad's the best. But probably to him, they give him crap, yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, Kobe was better. <laughs> And LeBron beats him. Just kidding. Oh,
0: yeah. He seems very, very threatening in the Taco Tuesday videos. <laughs> very threatening guy.
1: I mean, I wonder if Anthony Davis is like. I wonder what he thinks, like seeing that live in person. I gave up my $4 million trade kicker for this.
0: <laughs> for this dad? I can't believe I got to hang out with this dad.
1: I mean, I think it's got to feel more like you're, it'd be like there's a couple, like the age difference of a brother or something, you're like, oh, look how corny my, my brother who I used to thought was super cool, look how corny he's gotten now that he has a family. This is I what I have to look forward they, to. They,
0: they are a decade apart.
1: Nah, what? I guess, yeah. LeBron's going to be thirty i gonna be 36. 35 <laughs> or 35, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean he's nine.
1: They're you know nine. Yeah, no, far. yeah, no. That's call it a decade.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, he's balding. You know, I would I would argue that LeBron's more of a dad, to ad than a brother. But uh,
1: ten years?
0: They,
1: no, it's an older brother.
0: That's a big gap.
1: Ten years? Obviously, that's not that unrealistic
0: i suppose you're right it is more realistic because it's man do you think anyone has a kid by the time that they're 10 that's impossible i
1: think that's impossible yeah
0: i do think that that is impossible i think
1: science would science would biology would lend that to believe it's pretty tough to do
0: yeah well you proved me wrong got me there we have really gone off the rails um (laughs) <laughs> but, oh, so we should talk about this a little bit, though, while we're on the topic of the Lakers. The number fiasco. So, LeBron, I'm going to give 23 to AD. I'm going to wear number six. Actually, no. Nike's not going to let us. They already have all these jerseys with LeBron, James, 23 on it. So, he's going to be 23 again. And I believe AD's going to wear three for next season. Yeah, am I?
1: 2K, 2K posted a picture of it today, so it's official.
0: Which, uh... I mean, the assumption, I guess, is next season they switch,
1: right? They could switch next season, yeah. But shouts to me and everyone who thought we were going to have throwback LeBron Laker jerseys. Now we have just current LeBron Laker jerseys still. Just got
0: to wait a year. Yeah. Just got to wait a year. You're going to have throwbacks. No
1: soon. longer can wear it to pitchfork. Now it's not a throwback.
0: Yeah, which you've you've been in a BuzzFeed post before for wearing to pitchfork. I don't want to. So. Still
1: upset about that. Stupid concept for an article, the most Buzzfeedy article ever.
0: Hey, you're I, twi- I created a
1: Kevin Durant burner account to try to harass that guy for it.
0: Yeah, you. So, you wore a Jesus Shuttlesworth jersey. And yeah, got got some love from Buzzfeed.
1: No, I barely. The guy asked me when I was really drunk, "Can I take a picture of your jersey? I'm with Buzzfeed.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm I didn't doing think an article." You I did not hear that part. Oh, the time. guy
1: talked to me. Yeah.
0: I thought this was just, like, blind.
1: No, t- guy t- talked to me a for a me. second, told me he was doing a story about, like, NBA jerseys in... Like, jerseys showing up in Pitchfork or whatever, and then instead of actually, like, doing, like, oh, rarity or, like, cool or, like, unexpected, it was like, oh, if I formed a basketball team around the jerseys that I found at Pitchfork. So like of course I'm gonna pick Michael Jordan and like yeah, he did that. Oh, I found a shack from the Lakers. At Shaq would beat out magic the magic shack that I also got a jersey for. So that goes on. it was a really stupid concept.
0: Well you only got three more years to wear jerseys to Pitchfork, so you gotta take advantage. You gotta
1: gotta pick Yeah, I mean one we're year. the the scale's always moving on that if is that we do it when yeah it's either after you turn 30 or it's once you have a child for most people you have to you have to stop wearing them although i think yeah i think that's pretty much like safety safe to say for most if someone wanted to present a different case they can bring it forth to me but that seems like a pretty safe policy to have on basketball jerseys for for men for most guys, yeah. I mean, I yeah, don't bad. think I don't think I have to like tell. This is probably sexist, but I don't know many girls who are like fighting this to still wear basketball jerseys. I mean, I guess still too. I would say like probably wear them if you're going to games. I'm a, I, I won't fault you on that. Um, you just kind of probably look like a ridiculous human being. But I mean, if you can still rock it. You can still rock it. I mean, if someone's gonna look at you and think it looks bad, and you know if it looks good or bad, I think you know.
0: Yeah, in your heart. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's
0: talk about this trade. Um, what trade? So you know what trade?
1: The, I don't. Well, it's I been really it's surprised. been a while.
0: I was really surprised this. Are
1: we talking about the Westbrook happened.
0: trade? Yeah.
1: Talk about the Westbrook trade, everyone.
0: Talk about the. I, I, thought you were, I thought you were being sarcastic. Well, I was
1: trying to help set it up for the audience so they know what we we're transitioning to in a uh, abrupt manner.
0: I like it. Westbrook, CP3, switching teams. Galinari also going to OKC with two first rounders and two pick swaps. Wait, um, Ga-
1: What are you doing, man?
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting confused here, dude. Sorry. Um, Gallo did not go.
1: Gallo's on the Thunder now. Yes.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, so. um,
1: So you mashing? Are you just gonna mash?
0: From the Paul George trade, that had I'm not even I cannot remember all the picks. I don't have it up in front of me. Gallo. Thousands. Paul George. Thank you. Um,
1: The the Thunder the Thunder now have Daniil Gallinari. Shea kills the Alexander, Chris Paul, a bunch of picks, and then I have fifteen yeah, picks couple, over the a next a six years. Pick
0: swaps, yep, yep. They got some options. Um, Chris Paul was initially reported that they were the OKC was going to try to flip him. Didn't intend for him to play any games with the Thunder. Uh, now, uh, today, reported by Woj, he's likely going to be staying with OKC.
1: The original uh, OKC Thunder superstar or the original OKC basketball superstar.
0: They are beginning to. It is looking increasingly likely that he could start the season with the Thunder. So um, that is one thing. Then we'll definitely hit on that. But I think where we should start is how Russ fits with Houston, and this should be good because I think you and I are going to disagree on this. Should be fun, which is interesting because. This is, uh, you know, this is. If you've listened to previous episodes, you have historically, you know, you cooled on Westbrook after his MVP season, but were very hard Westbrook MVP when he did win it. And um, I think you yeah. don't, I don't. I don't think you're happy about this for Houston. Am I right in saying that?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say I'm not happy. I don't know if they're got any better from it. Um, okay. I think in general, I would say, like, the Chris Paul, James Harden, like, just their games probably fit better together, um, but I think, like, Russ will add, like, change the dynamic of this team, obviously, and is going to give them just a, you know, some different a different look. I mean, he just... The, the real piece of, of what this could turn into, though, is I mean, it could be bad, but I, I think if concessions are made on both sides, and, I mean, it's going to be one thing where, I mean, Russ has basically played his entire career where he's been allowed to kind of dictate the offense, and it's been stuff built around him. I think he's going to have to, and that's where the big question marks are with this, is, like, all right, what concessions is Russ really going to make? Um... To this, um, to make it work, and it kind of to me almost feels like James Harden's gonna have to adjust more with bringing on Russ, and I just don't know if that's the right, <laughs> I don't know, if that's how it should be, or if Mike D'Antoni's the guy to like navigate some of that piece of it. And considering the rest of this roster is built around like the concept of having James Harden and Chris Paul, um just to wedge Westbrook in there seems seems more than likely it's not gonna be a like the, a great fit um but at the same time like maybe this the the fact that Russ and James Harden are friends and um you know just the stage of their career might might work out but um yeah off the thing but I mean I'm I'm yeah I, as you said I'm a I am a Russ Russell, Russell Westbrook guy. I love watching him play. Um, so to, to see this will be this will will be fun from that perspective. And I mean, there'll be um, definitely in, an interesting watch. Um, and I'm I'm more of a fan of it because I do like Russ more than I like Chris Paul, just from like consuming and like not thinking of him as like. I mean there he's a he's a different kind of jerk, but like as far as he's just a jerk to like the media and outside. He's like always been considered a pretty good teammate.
0: Right. So I'm I love this trade for Houston. I thought they they gave up what? a lot, don't get me wrong. They gave up a couple firsts. Eh. Um, they're top four protected yeah three, four years down the road, five, six years down the road, 2024 and 2026, and then the swaps. But ultimately, I I don't think that, like, a lot can happen, but I think the risk there is pretty low, given the success that this franchise has had. Go ahead. I'm trying to get a
1: word in. Well, I just want, I mean, like, the only thing with the picks, I don't really mind the picks or, like, getting it, but it's like when you look at what they gave up in the Chris Paul trade and this, I mean, there's been a lot of pieces moved essentially to get, like, to move around that one position for them, to pair pairing another guy next to James Harden. They've given up a lot of pieces.
0: Oh, you mean between trading Harrell and all those pieces to L.A. and
1: all that stuff? Yeah, you look at the Chris Paul package plus this, like, that's a lot just to really have... Two guys. I mean, in some of those dudes, you could make a very strong argument. Like, would have been. I mean, that a lot of that is then built the basically built the Clippers' nice nest to then for Kawhi to settle into. Like,
0: sure, I, I don't disagree with that. I'm not sure. I think that it would have been. It's gonna be. Tough it's for a sunk to loss. Oh yeah. Thing out just because. All right. Harrell, an asset, yes, but would he have ever turned into yeah. playing yeah, yeah, next yeah. to Clint Capella? Probably not. Um, right. So, I, 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 you're. It's a good point that in what they had to give up to, for Chris Paul at the beginning, like if they could go back to that point and do things differently, maybe the answer is yes. But in a vacuum, getting Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul, I think is a great trade. Do I think that this is all of a sudden putting them, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, but does this put yeah. them like, for sure in the upper echelon against other teams? like Not necessarily, because I think that playoff struggles don't all of a sudden go away by right. Russ on this team. But I do think that they're going to win a shit ton of regular season games because these two guys are just incredible on a night-to-night basis. Even though Russ is not a super efficient player, he's still going to get you... He's gonna affect the game's in a, game in a lot of ways every single night. He plays his ass off, so like, yeah, you're gonna get out of him. And I'm very curious to see what comes out of this, given that Russ has really never played with a roster that is capable that can shoot like this. Yeah, so, uh, I I was listening to another podcast today talking about you know James Harden shot over a thousand three pointers last season.
1: That's crazy.
0: Shot over a thousand. Less than 80 of them were catch and shoot.
1: Yeah, over I, I saw that. I saw the. the so I saw that stat uh, on the percentage. I didn't know there was a thousand though that. will to that. have
0: to. That will have to change. Well, I think. I mean, yeah. You know how, how many how many minutes they're sharing the court together uh, is going to be interesting. Like they're up, they're going to start. They're probably going to close. Um, what they do in that intermediate time is going to be interesting to see but but i do think russ cannot play off ball or has not shown the ability to harden has so i am you know i'm curious to see what that balance looks like going into next
1: year so i got like two and then i mean we can take this then but like so if i were to like kind of just say, and pretend for a second that they're not on the same team but if you were to just say like, both of those guys all right they haven't won you know, where are some holes in their games? Like, how could we take their, obviously, physical, and they're both superstars. They're both, I mean, still, I mean, James Harden's a top 10 player. I, Russ, I think you make an argument, could still be in that top 15. Um, he's right around there, yeah. Yeah, he's probably at that 15, you know. So, to have those two top 15 guys. But let's say, like, individually, you're like, all right, th- we've seen what they've done the last few years. How can we do more? Like, I mean, for Russ, I think it would be, like, Obviously, taking less jump shots, like becoming more efficient in some ways. But like, what? Wh- how do you do that? I mean, I think one thing for sure. Um, I know Russillo was pointing this out on um, on uh, ESPN. It was this like, kind of like how Russell had take taking like it set like four screens. But um, I mean, you saw this a little bit with like Derrick Rose, and it's something like while Russells has his physical talent is an option, but, like, where you do have him set more screens, kind of have some back backdoor action, like off-ball screens. And, I mean, he's going to have to stay in the corner a little bit when James Harden has the ball. Um, but just in a vacuum, alright we're going to have Russ be um, not have the ball in his hand as much, have him be a little off-ball, setting screens, trying to get some, you know, cutting action baseline and, and try to make him more of a ball, off-ball threat. I think that's an easy way without saying, like, he just needs to become a better jump shooter. Um, Which is not going to happen. Right. It's just not going to happen.
0: Right. He's he's never shot above 34% from three. He's just not going. all of a sudden going to be a thing.
1: No. Not at 30. Not not. not. Five years ago, we could have told ourselves that. It's not happening now. Um, No. But, like, really, for me, too, it's like, all right, well, then, what else could we do? Well, we should get more shooting around Russ, and... We could also like conserve his energy to maybe like allow him to be more of an impact on defense. He's a good defender, but if he became more of a you know ball hawking defensive guy, like I think you would make the argument like a vacuum thing. Like he could be more valuable to a team. That's a way he could probably accelerate and and you could you could move those things of, like, all right, let's reduce the things Russ doesn't do well, and let's really try to maximize what he does well with his physical abilities, I think, you know, in his current state. Yeah, those would be what I would say. And James Harden, I would probably say, you know, to get him in more catch-and-shoot situations. Just in simple, like, make it a little bit where he isn't doing so much iso. I mean, granted, it's worked for them, though. So, and that's a tough thing for me to really, really Hit at, but it's more of like probably just the brand of basketball I'd like to see. And just like obviously, with superstars, anyway, saying to get the ball out of their hands is kind of a ridiculous statement. I understand that, but you know, when you mesh those two together, I mean, there is a lane I see of like success for this, it just seems like a really tight window that both. Both guys really have to buy in, and like that has to be consistent for the whole season. Um, it's not like it's not a you know shooting. It's not a womp rat sized uh, window. I think it's a little larger. I don't think we're dealing with taking down Death Star size of probabilities here of this working and being effective. But um, I think it's both guys kind of. In some ways, them trying to find a way that you you take away some of the things that maybe were bad. And and with Harden, really, I think it's more just, like, sensibly, like, how teammates like to play with him. I think that's that really heavy iso thing is is probably grinding on certain guys as far as, like, just playing with him, you know, game in and game out, especially, you know, in the regular season. In the playoffs, I think it's kind of forgiven because you're just trying to win games no matter what. But mm-hmm. to kind of build that throughout the season. Um,
0: I mean, I still think that we're going to see a ton of James Harden iso ball.
1: Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I, and I think you should. If, if someone's going to win that, it's like James Harden should have.
0: It's a super efficient play. He yeah. scored 30, 37 points in yeah. game yeah. last year and did it in pretty efficient fashion. Considering the difficulty... Of shots he was taking, he was and he got to the line 10 plus times a game I mean, that should not that is going to diminish it a little bit like I think the scale is going to go down and they should definitely try not to they should they should be trying to have make sure James Harden is firing on all cylinders going the playoffs, which I would argue even last year did not happen I mean, he was solid against Utah um, but even towards the tail end of that series wasn't great and like Games five and game six against the Warriors, he, I'm not saying it was fatigue, but, like, you know, the criticism around James Harden in the playoffs is not, that is well known amongst, really, I think, anyone that would be listening to this podcast. So, like, James Harden um, has problems in the playoffs. Russ has, you know, he's had his fair share of, of difficult playoff runs they've gotten knocked out of the first round in the last two years too. Right. Um but my point in all this and why I liked it, I think their ceiling is higher. I think that yeah. I do not see this not working. Um well, you know, they almost went to the finals two years ago against the fully fully right. healthy, well, minus Iggy, but you know, they had their stars Warriors team, but I think last year proved Houston, you know it, the argument, and I want to ask you this question: Like, if you're Houston, your options are essentially Stan Pat running back with CP3 and James Harden, but there are a lot of whisperings around those two not getting along and potentially, yeah, that being, you know, that there there was nothing that was going to be able to fix that. Option B: You trade CP3 for something else. I don't know what that would have been. Or option C: You trade him for Russ. And out of those three options, I like trading him for us. Um, and I, like I said, I don't know what other options would have been on the table, but I don't feel like any other option would have given you a better package than getting a guy like Russell Westbrook.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else you would have traded. I can't really make the argument as far as moving Chris Paul. I, well, would, I think I, the
0: fact that the Thunder can't move him now proves that.
1: Well, yeah, I didn't think there was any market for him. I mean, just the fact that everything happened. I mean, you basically got one. Basically, it was like a, it's a roulette of like who wants to end up with Chris Paul, uh, John Wall's contract, and like Russ. Those are like kind of those three could pretty much only be traded for each other, like straight in straight up situations. And who's nice. going to give up anything like else of value? or picks, you know, wise, to get Chris Paul at this point with that contract and everything. Probably no one. So, yeah, I thought it would be difficult to move Chris Paul, and I really thought more than anything, though, was, like, the idea being, well, you have the Warriors in flux. Like, this team's, like, without argument, before the Raptors had been the best team to, like, push the Warriors to the brink of being eliminated, um and with them in flux, like I pre Kawhi and Paul George going to the Clippers, I make the argument that you run that back. Um I think post that though you do have to kind of change it up and see if you can alter your, your projected finish, like where where you can finish or your potential. Um but I would only have done that in a one year vacuum, like if the Rockets had run it back didn't do anything this year, like, then I'm, then I think it becomes the we need to try to f- change this and do something with this window. Um, but like, long term wise, I'm with you as far as like, if I look at, like, for me, would I rather take the risk of paying a 34 year old, like, and this is what a lot of people gave about the, uh, like, why they were kind of hate, didn't like it for the Rockets. Like, well, you're going to be paying Russell Westbrook $44 million when he's 34 years old. I'm like, huh? I'd much rather be paying 34 year old Russell Westbrook that at this point and, like, see how long this athleticism lasts and, like, when it drops off than paying 37 year old Chris Paul, like, that New same West. money. Like, that's yeah. to me. like. So- it.
0: Yeah, just a, you're, you're paying a little bit more for Russ. You got another extra year for Russ. He's two God years younger. He's, he's three years younger. He's so, he's so much better.
1: Or he's, he's much more. Younger. He's six years younger.
0: Yes, he is just a much, much better player at this point in his career. I was, uh,
1: and, I like, I don't know, I mean, like, not to say, like, I mean, it's not uh, essentially the same, same thing, but, like, I don't know. Like Dwayne Wade was still not super efficient, but was still like an effective player.
0: Dude was hitting. Dude was hitting game winners against the Warriors like a month before he retired.
1: It yeah, right. I mean, like in that was that's kind of been the first. Dwayne Wade's been the guy. Is like it will be be the poster child of the heavy reliant on athleticism to then like adjusted his game to like still be efficient. As that athleticism and, like, the body starts to break down and stuff. But um, I think there's a chance Russ can at least... I You know, I think best case scenario, if you're the, the Rockets with this, too, is if you figure out a way to play and you can conceivably get three years of effectiveness out of that. And, like, that last year just might be rough. But um, I don't think that's terribly crazy because i mean russ does also take i think like pretty good care of his body and can especially compared to chris paul i mean but like for a dude like i think i mean he has had the knee surgeries and everything but he does like bounce he has bounced back every time from those so far i know father time would eventually stop that but i i from that perspective i think more of the long-term end of it I'm with you, I'm liking the rest book piece, but in a single year I there is a part of me that, that would say in some regards like you kinda know what you got already. Like you have an established group, like that was close to being the Warriors. Like who's to say with these other teams, like you couldn't have a better chance against one of them? But I think also right. in The the one counter I'd say that is to say that the warrior the the Rockets were built essentially to beat the Warriors, with the Warriors maybe not being the most you know the top threat going into next season. You have to change the projections and the roster because that isn't the block the only blockade now.
0: Right. I guess the last point I wanted to make, um, because you were talking about the timing of this a little bit. Yeah. the reason why I think it makes sense to do it now versus Wade another year and why I've reiterated a couple times now, I think this is the best option that Houston really had on their table. Oh, for sure. Was that, hey, if you roll back to CB3 one year, guess what? Next year you're probably you're going to have Clay coming back the whole year. Assuming they got Draymond, like Warriors are going to be, you know, what happens with D'Angelo Russell? Like that team is going to be closer to their full powers by then. You're going to have Kawhi and PG with a year under their belt. You're going to have AD and LeBron with a year under their belt. Like You have mm-hmm. all these Western Conference powers that like, are going to be great next season as it is, but they're going to go into it with more experience and with the Warriors' better health. So if you're yeah. going to go for it next year, you know this will be a theme I'm sure this entire next season. It is wide open. It's wide yeah. open for MVP. It's wide open for championships. It's what the well, West Braun's is gonna gonna win look it, man. like. What like? Hey, we're gonna. I've. Oh, I. We usually talk about the rundown MVP odds. I want to hit on that too. We'll hit on that in a little bit. But I know you want to talk a little bit about. So we. You know. It seems like almost every superstar in the league has joined up with someone new or moved yeah. teams. So out of all the duos, you know, you used, used to be big 3, now it's more of like you these pairs of NBA dudes. Oh, NBA
1: Jam is back.
0: So if you had to start, if you had to play NBA Jam uh today, what would be your top 5 guys? Top 5 pairs, I should say.
1: So we're going to go from 5 to uh work our way up to our number 1.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me your number 5.
1: So, I need to pull this up. I was typing this out before. So, if you wanted to start with your fifth, if you have it,
0: so that's Stefan Draymond at five.
1: Oh, interesting. And, and well, to
0: be clear, to be clear, I'm. Well, maybe we should settle this. Is that I'm. I did not include Kyrie and KD because KD is not going to play next season. But
1: I was factoring are- in. I was factoring in potential. I was not. I was considering injuries being off.
0: Okay, if injuries are off, then if I'm recalibrating on the fly here, my number five would be Giannis and Chris Middleton.
1: Oh. From out of nowhere.
0: That's number five for because like Middleton, not gonna knock your socks off. But for some, where he may be really low on the number two guy in this group, Giannis is just—he's the best. <laughs> he is number one. Someone say uh, he's the MVP last year. So I—that's uh, what I got.
1: So I was between on this, between who we were just talking about Westbrook and Harden. Um. And, I mean, I'm I'm essentially going to bump it, them out. I I can't give them a top five because I haven't seen it. That's going to literally not be the case for most of the other ones I'm going to talk about. But, like, in comparison, like, just the the style and the issues of that, I couldn't put them in there. So, my, so, number five, I've got CJ and Dame. I guess i say Dame and CJ, be respectful. Put the one first. Said Dame yeah, CJ thought, is my fifth.
0: I thought about thought about them.
1: I could make an argument to put them higher just because of continuity. Continuity, like seen it, like it, that's good. And like because of, of the injury, basically, like I, I because mean, yeah, essentially, it'd be like I could bump Kyrie and and Durant farther down my list. On that top five thing, just because of we don't know what Durant's coming back.
0: So I have them as number four. If we're if we're not factoring injuries here,
1: Durant, I Kyrie.
0: My, yep, I've got them. As I also
1: four. have them as my four.
0: Um, I think that that has uh, you know we could be having this conversation a year from now. Well, not a year from now. We could have to be having this conversation two years from now. It could be like that's number one. Um, uh, but. Katie's injury, Kyrie being kind of shithead last year, like we gotta see what this looks like in Brooklyn. And uh incredibly talented. Can't wait to see it, but um, right now it's just we can only envision it. We don't know what it's gonna look like.
1: Yeah, and the KD piece I need to, I need to see what he comes back to being, but that's I mean, it could be, yeah. I mean, it, it, even if he's just, like, fade-away, like, kind of dirt game KD, I mean, it's still pretty good. It's, pro- it's probably top four d- super duo good still. So that's why I'm like, yeah, we can k- keep you put mean, him even, in there.
0: Even if he's not, like, pull-up transition three KD. Anymore. Yeah,
1: if he's, yeah. If I mean, he's literally doing, like, fade-away dirt. I mean, he's going to get that shot off. Off anyone with or without, you know, a good post Achilles, I think he's still gonna be able to do that. It's just
0: yeah, KD's game is, should transition nicely to as he gets older.
1: It just might not be best player in the world anymore.
0: Might not be twenty eight, seven and six every night type of type of deal. Yeah. Um. Yep. Got them for number three. Um. I got Stephen clay
1: oh that's fair
0: and i don't think i need any justification you don't i mean i'm i'm assuming they've won a bunch of championships together we know they're fucking good yes the they have pros. clay um you know acl tears scary for anyone but less people come back from it <laughs> and clay's clay's just a straight-up badass yeah so he's gonna be i think he's gonna be fine
1: uh my number three is Kawhi and Paul George.
0: Okay. They're on my list too.
1: Obviously. I, they're, I on list. they're on every they're on everyone's list, I think.
0: Yeah, they're gonna be top five for just about anyone unless you're insane. But they're they they're number two for me. So that kind of gives away my number one.
1: Yeah, my number two is is Braun A. D i had them as number one and i I, i'm gonna keep it with steph and clay as the one just from the idea that they've won a championship that's what we're all about none of these are duos have won a championship together that's why in some ways the duos have been created now is in that hope but
0: yeah
1: that's worked that thing is special um it's the greatest back shoot, you know, shooting backcourt in the history of the NBA, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disrespect them quite yet on that. But you also no, have, but so you have so your number one is Kawhi and LeBron Paul. And you have LeBron and AD above Kawhi and Paul George.
0: Yeah. I do. Cool. Paul George's uh, shoulder injuries do are a little scary. He obviously went absolute ape shit last year and was finished third in MVP voting and was trending towards making a run at it for a while before I th- I we I don't think it's clear when he officially I think he tore his lab around and when that actually happened, but it seemed at some point that he fell off a little bit.
1: Like February but, March.
0: But there was a span of about two or three weeks. It was like. Paul George might average 40 points a game the rest of the season like. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah,
1: he's I mean we crazy. had the we 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 kind of looked down on it and then we had a then he was playing so insane in January and like February before the All-Star break and stuff especially it was like we had to admit we were wrong and like legitimately bring Paul George into the uh MVP conversations for a little bit till um yeah obviously he got hurt and was struggling for, you know, the rest of the season. But, um, I, uh, well, and, and what I wanted to take this was, you know, based on what you said of this was, like, so we both, we both, uh, think AD and LeBron is the better duo potential, you know, everything, considering. So, ultra, tell me, explain to me, because this is one thing I, I wasn't sure about, but everyone was very quick to, once the Kawhi Paul George thing happened, I get it. It's crazy. Granted, the Lakers had to sit out on a lot of other potential guys that could have used that spot for, and to fill in with everyone else that was stagnant. But, um, you know, can you tell me why? Like, it's instantly the Clippers are gonna you know be better than the Lakers just off of those things? Because in the end, I mean, the Lakers have the two better superstar combination than. The Clippers, and that's not saying I, like I'm not trying to knock Paul George or anything. But if you really look at, it, I mean, the Lakers could have two legitimate number one dudes, and the Clippers have the have the you know a legitimate, undoubted number one dude, and may have the best number two guy you could have in the league.
0: Well we're talking about regular season versus just postseason success to be clear if we're talking about the their chance of winning a their likelihood of winning a championship it's one thing versus just yeah
1: like, I'm talking like, about play, winning the championship next season
0: well I think there are some fair questions around what the Lakers I mean depth is not a question as to which team is better Like depth, really I, I think so I mean I know that on paper the Lakers are like oh yeah they signed a bunch of minimum guys and they made this work but
1: they Didn't sign just minimum dude I mean
0: Okay so they got KCP coming back like Yeah that's not exactly moving the needle for me like I'm I we don't I do do you know for sure what even their starting lineup is going to look like like LeBron's going to start at the one okay great It's probably me LeBron
1: it's probably going to be LeBron, Danny Green, KCP, uh Kuzma, Anthony Davis.
0: So Boogie's not gonna start at the five.
1: I don't so think Bo-, Bo not to start the season.
0: He he came out and said specifically he wants to start at the four. So I think he's gonna start at the four to start the year. So I think A D doesn't want to play though. Uh, A.D. Mean, does not want to play the five. He said specifically... Like, A.D. doesn't or sure. Boogie? A.D. does not want to play the five. Right. He sugarcoat it, want to play the four. So yeah, I so it's
1: JaVale, it's JaVale, then it's A.D. Or Boogie, yeah. Then it's JaVale, A.D., Kuz, Danny Green, LeBron will start to the season.
0: Okay, so then you, you second unit, if you don't have A.D. and LeBron on the four, like, what is going to happen here? You're like, you yeah, have... So you roll Kuzma out there with the second unit, like it I like Kyle Kuzma, but do I think he's the kind of playmaker that's just gonna be able to run a second unit and have a ton of success? No. Especially if you're going against the Clippers who are gonna be trotting out like Lou Williams is gonna come off the bench for them. Montres Harrell, they I don't know if he's gonna start if they're gonna have um start or what, but they're like that team is, is really deep and the on the defensive side, like ad good defender Rondo's okay no one else is really like a plus defender for the Lakers really I'm not gonna knock
1: I'm not gonna knock Rondo on the second unit though I I kind of I kind of like that and I do think he'll I mean he gets you got I mean him boogie and ad all got along you know super well together in New Orleans and all liked playing together Um and now they just, you know, plus they get LeBron out of it. Um,
0: but now they, they, the Clippers have Pat Beverly, yeah. Paul George, Kawhi. And they're going to run Paul George and Kawhi at LeBron that entire series if they were to play. And, look, they're not going to stop him. But those are – if I had two – if I had to pick out defenders to go up against LeBron, it would be those two and Giannis that I would – you know, those would be the, the three guys I would want to go defending. Yeah. So I think there is an argument to be made that while well, matched up Lebron and AD, they're not a as complete of a team. I don't think.
1: I mean, I think they still have some inefficiencies. Sure, that they need to show sure, I mean, I'm down with the A. V. Bradley signing. Um, I think. I think you can. Will
0: be healthy. Yeah,
1: I think there's a an avenue where, um, I mean Dudley, might, <laughs> they might be having Dudley play some like super small ball ass center for them, like he was playing in Brooklyn, um, and they got some nice. good vets, but like all right, so like if I mean look at it, though it's like so the top four dudes like LeBron, AD, um, Danny Green, and Kuzma. We'll just say that's the Lakers top four. That's you know kind of like what I would think until we see what about Boogie, which yeah it's to be a huge question mark. And like I I just you know don't really want to put many expectations on that until you see him kind of get going. And and at this point now it's just like all right, from where we left him in the finals, you know, now that he's had a chance you know to pro- hopefully fully heal that quad and everything else that was. Probably bothering him towards the end of that season. Like, can he stay healthy? He's dropped his 15 pounds. Looking, I don't think he did the Phil Mickelson fasting diet route. Um, Looking skinnier. But to stay focused here, it's like LeBron AD, Danny Green, Kuzma. Like those top four against the Paul George, Kawhi, Pat Bev Lou Williams is like the top 4 on the Clippers. I, I I think I'd take the Lakers top 4 of those like from that perspective. Like, that, that I don't think it's I don't think it's that far of a difference.
0: No, I I don't think it is either, but if you're if you're going eight deep in the playoffs. Yeah. I like the Clippers eight.
1: I mean, I don't think Zubok's very leaders. good.
0: No, he's he's fine, but he's not going to yeah. play a ton, and they're going right. to play more than they're going to play with him, but they also have Landry Shamit to provide shooting and playmaking, and, I mean, not to say that he's, like, moving the needle a ton, but, like, the second game the Clippers won against the Warriors last year, Shamit hit a game-winning three towards the end of it. Yeah, I mean, Shamit could be has, good for him. Yeah. He is good. Um, yeah. And...
1: You could so sell me on some, some guys, of it.
0: Yeah, they I'm just my only point. I'm
1: right, just not like, here for it. I'm gonna
0: Yeah, well you we're LeBron guys. Like obviously Well that's where I'm I I've, if
1: anything this off season I've doubled down on it with also the idea of this my argument's is gonna be well like until we start playing games like And so you you're gonna get sick of everyone that listens to this. You'll get sick of it, maybe you'll stop listening to this. It'll just be though like We've never we've never seen LeBron, you know, play with a full off season of rest. He's coming a full off season of rest, man. It's savage season time.
0: A full season of rest and a season in which he did not play eighty two games. And two seasons ago with Cleveland, he played all eighty two games and he went to the finals. So, uh, I'm well,
1: I don't to think he's gonna. Yeah, he's not gonna play all. He's not gonna do that this year. No, they should play Anthony him like Davis 60, isn't.
0: you know, play him 64 games. That's fine. You
1: know? I think if yeah. either him, yeah, if he, <laughs> I think of all four, I thinking mean, of Paul George, Kawhi, AD, and LeBron, if any of those dudes play more than 70 games, I'll be pretty surprised in the regular season.
0: I would be too. I would be too. Um...
1: Which I think that, you know, whenever we get into that piece, I I think that's going to affect the regular season standings and where teams fall. Like, I don't think – I think next year is going to be fascinating just from that perspective of just, like, we're not going to go into the playoffs being, like, oh, these – you know, seeding all this stuff, like, this is the definitive, like, who's better, who's this or that, like, based on anything. Like it will be straight up. Like we will have to wait until some of the playoffs start to know who's who's better than who. Even then, it might not be like like you said at the beginning of this whole thing. It's so wide open.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you could make like the some Nuggets
1: could be the one seed and lose in the second round.
0: No question, you could make the argument for almost any of the top six or seven teams in the West that they they could win. The finals next year. You know, really sucks, favorite, man. Favorite, but what
1: is uh low key for us having to stay up to watch these games? <laughs> that's yeah. only that's yeah. the really the only numbers. negative I have about it.
0: Yeah, might have to move west between now and October. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> because, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's it's gonna be rough. Um, it's gonna be tough. Because you know they're gonna be on night one on TNT, and they're gonna be the late game. Like you can book that. Maybe they'll play away, and they'll be on East Coast or something. Yeah, I mean,
1: we need. Yeah, I don't think so though. I mean, yeah. we'll probably get Clipper. We're we'll probably get Clippers Lakers Christmas Day game though.
0: Uh, Christmas Day is gonna be insane. I mean, it's so we just talked about. You know, I threw out Giannis and Milton as a top five duo, but every other duo that you and I both brought up, um, well, I guess Kyrie and KD, but, you know, every other duo we brought up was in the West. You know, the West is, I think the Raptors are going to be a very interesting team to see what they do. They, their cap sheet is squeaky clean after this season. They're gonna to have to figure out what to do with Siakam, and I think that they're gonna resign him, I and mean, he's restricted. I don't see them walking out the door. Um, but can they fl- do? Are they gonna to try to make a win now move and no flip OG and something else? I don't think so either. I think it's kind of a a rebuild. But what they do is gonna. I don't know that.
1: I think they're uh, they're a team I've, that will they're gonna. You know, compete this year Because I think they can still be competitive in the East Kind of see where they're at In the landscape of things In the deadline You know, see what they can move um, I think they'll will try to most likely Tank the following year And just gear up for 2020 2021 free agency And see what they can get
0: Which is probably smart you know, that's when they're gonna get which by the way, if I'm Clippers front office, I'm very nervous already about what's coming that off season. And if they if the Clippers end up winning one even one championship in the next few yeah. years, like it's worth it. But boy, if they don't and Kawhi was to leave, and assumingly Paul George would leave too intro that sucks i mean I, I mean was it was i was just that was shocking to you that paul that uh kawhi's kawhi's contract was only two years right because it was i think the two and one that, that he was going to sign a three or four year contract well
1: initially it was the four it was a full four-year max and, then and then, yeah paul then it was, was the
0: coming, two and here's what they're giving up and then oh actually it's only a two-year
1: it's a 2-1. I mean, I don't hate it from the idea that it lines up with Paul George's. Um,
0: so maybe they extend them both at the same time.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe, well, they both have a player option then in that third year of this. So it gives them both the freedom, and I, I think it's, like, a true, like, I think having two guys on the same contractual, like, time frame and stuff, though, too, does probably, if I'm the front of it, I mean, in some ways, yeah, it's professionally, it's uncomfortable and everything, but like it's, it's gonna be good that your two best players are on. So their focus is gonna be the same. You know, it's gonna be a they win now, but then too, I mean, obviously they're gonna be looking for. You know that uh, one more contract, big contract. So, um, I wouldn't. I uh, that seems like I. I mean, I'd be. I'm more nervous. If anything, it's the. The Lakers should be the one I think still that should be probably more nervous of the two, as far as everything goes. Just because I mean, eighty is. I mean, he said it before, but I mean, he's going to go through a full the full free agency experience. Not to say he's not going to resign with the with the Lakers, but like, I think the Lakers are going to have to show him that they're going to be able to construct a winner and everything. I mean, I think. It's going to keep LeBron honest, and it's, everyone's going to have to be accountable if they're going to want to keep that dude, because they, if they don't, that franchise is literally in the toilet forever. Yep. The Lakers cease to exist to be relevant for over a decade, probably.
0: Yeah, they, uh, they really need AD to sign,
1: that is for sure. Exactly. So everyone in there is incentivized to do everything like, That nervous energy around that is is far more important, and like in general, like we'll keep that everyone in that building accountable. I think, though.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um,
1: Because I mean, one of the Clippers really—I mean, I know they give all those first-round picks, but it was like to get two years of of Paul George and AD at the minimum, or maybe you're going to end up like six years of the two of those guys. And maybe multiple no, championships, like and like you said. I mean, you already said it's like no one is lying. It's they win one championship, it's worth it. And Kawhi's done that in the one year he's been with the team, so give him two years to figure that out. Like, yeah, I would go Clippers. I would go Lakers, Clippers. Like, just alternates. That'd be fun. <laughs> in some ways,
0: it'd be, it'd be well. Just seeing the Clippers win a championship in general
1: pretty wild to see. Nah, fuck. I wanna see I wanna see one more LeBron championship before I see a Clippers championship.
0: Oh, don't don't get me twisted. I'm i really do not care if I see the Clippers win championship. I'm just saying it would it would be insane to think that, okay, after the Lakers championship, if you told me at that time that the next Los Angeles NBA franchise that won a championship was going to be the Clippers. I'd probably be like, yeah, that's insane. Like, there's no way that happens. And and now they've really got a shot because they got some young guys that are really good and they got two, they got a good duo. They're going to have, they're going to be in good shape. They're going to be yeah. right there.
1: And then, um, I mean, yeah, I'm just, I want the LeBron, I want the final act of LeBron to get one more. But yeah, I mean, if, if Kawhi's got that he brought the first championship to the Raptors and then brought the first championship to the Clippers. I mean, essentially, yeah, him and LeBron are fighting to be the first guy to win a championship with three different teams.
0: Yep. Um, and if they both did it, like you said, that would
1: be... But LeBron's got to do it first. I, it's going to be a big I LeBron stand year, it. folks. Big LeBron yep. stand year. Sorry. Uh, sorry. sorry
0: in advance. Yeah. yeah, man, it's kind of it's really slowing down now, which is kind of a bummer. We're the yeah. really only gonna the only thing we're gonna have to talk about here soon is uh, workouts, yeah, and shit like that. Oh
1: yeah, we got mother so. stuff we can talk about. I just can't believe you didn't put Zach Levine and Laurie marketing in your top five of super duos.
0: You can't. Well, it would have been. Ryan Arcadiacano listed first, followed by Lori. Probably, probably Lori Bird, yeah. Yeah, man, man, you haven't even congratulated me on signing my two year deal with your club yet.
1: Well, you didn't send me any gift with your signing bonus. Uh, I don't know if it's all guaranteed. I don't think it's uh, guaranteed, so. Uh,
0: yeah, it's not.
1: Don't buy anything too big. He's going to make the team, though. Boylan loves his spirit too much, to get rid of him. And I privately congratulated you anyway, man.
0: You did. That is true. Uh, I'm trying to think if there are any other big things. I mean, we've had a bunch of extensions signed since uh, free agency ended. Um, Ben Simmons officially signed his the other day. Lillard and Murray both signed theirs. Uh, I don't think any of those are really all that questionable. Um, I think you got to do them, especially for those young kids. And I mean, Simmons... Done. The
1: Simmons one I just didn't get for the full, full max, but, I mean, if you're just going to double... I mean, because I just... I don't know if the long-term... Joel and Ben Simmons is going to... you know, be the, the duo that makes this work. Um, do... I mean, I, the one side of what I do say is, like, oh, well, if you can you trade Ben Simmons for the superstar you do need and, like, just the contracts align, so that makes things easier. So it does help, because what you'd be trading him for is an elevated player of that kind of caliber. Yeah, I could see him there. I just... um I think what he's done, and based on that, like I think you could have probably, maybe taken it under. But yeah, you want to make your employee happy, and you know, good for Ben Simmons for getting the full max, though. I mean, Joel and B didn't.
0: I know, and he has a bunch of stuff built into his contract. Yeah. Uh, Simmons. Simmons would have gotten a max offer next summer, and I don't think it would have been a question. Uh, I like. I right. It's gonna be. He's gonna be a really weird guy to watch. So yeah, you just do it to I just do, do it from that perspective. I think yeah. The guys, gonna, I think he's gonna start shooting threes. I mean, we, there's obviously been the footage of him shooting and shoot around and practice and stuff, and he's gotta he's gotta open that up. Uh, I think he will. I think we're gonna see him attempt some threes. And I would guess he hits at least over under one three point made field goal next season. PJ for Ben Simmons.
1: Do you think he's gonna actually make a three.
0: Over under one, and I have over. I think he will make at least two three pointers next season.
1: Uh, I mean, fuck! I, I really hope so.
0: I hope so too. That team is going to be their their cap sheet. I mean, they're gonna have minimum and exception guys from here on out for the next four years, and I don't. You know I like Tobias. They pay him a lot of money. I don't know if he's worth that. Uh, Embiid and Simmons, you take chances on, on like I don't, Embiid. The chance is not on talent at all. Obviously he's an amazing talent. Injuries is what you're taking a chance on there. Um, and he, we've seen two healthy seasons from him now in a row. So knock on wood. Hopefully that continues to to stay that way. But Al Horford is old as shit, and they paid him a lot of money, and now they. Just a lot of just I mean
1: they of, could be like the best defensive team in the NBA next year though.
0: They certainly could. Yeah.
1: I don't know about where how that offense and that piece is gonna look yet, but like yeah. and I do I'm I'm here for the idea of like Al Horford being your four and like that. Just I I do see a lot of ways that could work. I don't it it will be I do think they'll kind of struggle for some buckets, though. But um, I'm here for it still. I think we said that, too, on the yeah, night what of happened,
0: uh, you and I both had pretty positive reviews of it. I, I, yeah. Al Horford is are there it's gonna not good for spacing? Giannis. That's about all sp- I can say. They're going to have some spacing problems at times uh. when him and, and Embiid share the floor. But both of those guys do shoot threes. It's just Al Horford a little more effectively than Embiid does. Yeah, and
1: Embiid should probably Embiid, take
0: less. Yeah, Embiid taking too many. Um, yeah, that's the, the whole entire league is just going to be – It's every team is going to be really weird to watch the first two weeks of the season because it's just going to be very different. Um, except the Timberwolves, so they should look the same. Although, Dude, the one sh- thing I want to plug –
1: Basketball is going to be drunk for all of next season.
0: I just wanted to make a point because you and I were talking a little bit before this. Chris Paul, who could he get traded to now? I'm hearing Timberwolves a lot. Not necessarily that it's going to happen, but, like, just as a suitor, it does make general sense um, given that they have Cat and they're trying to win and Chris Paul's a good starting point guard. Well, all I know is that if the Timberwolves at any point in time have Andrew Wiggins and Chris Paul on their roster, I'm sorry, but having two of the top five worst contracts in the league on your roster at the same time—I don't care the benefits—don't do it. That is stupid. They should not do that. I hope they don't do it. Uh, it's looking like it's—it's it's not going to happen. But if Chris Paul's Chris Paul's starting point guard for the Timberwolves, I'm going to be very upset.
1: There's my is, is if it unless it involves getting Wiggins out of town,
0: you could talk me into if it's a Wiggins for Chris Paul straight up trade.
1: Oh, out. oh, Mister, I'd trade Andrew Wiggins for anything. Now we're backpedaling a little bit.
0: I think that I'd be fine with that.
1: I didn't hear the resounding. I didn't hear that that I, that same energy ultra. And I'm hear that same biased. energy I heard about all all, all off season of, oh, I hope they trade Andrew Wiggins. I don't care what they get. Now we're tip there. Uh, I'd probably be happy with it.
0: I would be fine with it. Hmm. If that is the trade that they pulled off, that would be fine. I'm not excited about Chris Paul. Like, there's nothing about watching him play basketball is exciting. So I would not be.
1: No. He'd definitely make Cat cry for his practice.
0: He's going to give him. Seems I want
1: Chris Paul to go to the heat. I don't know how that works. I hope that he don't give up anything too valuable for him, but send him to the heat. Make really everyone else on the heat miserable. That would suck, but just do it. It'd be funny.
0: I don't really know how it's gonna happen yet, but if he was a Laker by the end of the year, it would not surprise me.
1: I'd hate that. Unless it involves like yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't surprise In- me. Unless the team straight up bought him out, which they just they can't do I mean if he were to be stretched, which like would be insane. No one
0: would do that. Right. To just have thirty million dollars of nothing sitting on your books for five years. No, that's not gonna happen. Not thirty, but probably twenty
1: five, something like that. It'd be some yeah, I mean there's No, he's I don't think he's gonna ever be a Laker.
0: We'll see. Um, any David
1: Stern made sure of that.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything I might be missing here. Giannis' shoes came out. We like them. We like but you them don't like
1: the, the original black player?
0: Colorways were a little underwhelming, but we've seen other colorways. Like the, All the colorways <sighs> his brothers were wearing were cool. The and color- now we have the though.
1: Coming to America ones, which I think I'm going to try to get.
0: Those are really cool. He wore like the alphabet ones that I thought were pretty slick too. Yeah. I don't think I could pull those off, but I thought they were cool. Um,
1: I like the shoe overall though. It is a really nice. It's a far better it's clean. shoe debut than I thought it was going to. I was nervous, but it's good.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Don Mitchell's shoes, those came out. We I really we like about those when those originally came out, but um,
1: no, we're those big cool. fan we're big fans of those those ones. I really want to get the symbiotes.
0: They come out tomorrow.
1: I know. I want to get them.
0: <laughs> um any shout outs, Peach? Uh
1: whoo, I did have a shout out. Do yours.
0: Uh, shout out Joey Chestnut for winning another hot dog eating contest.
1: Oh, a late, a late shout out.
0: Yes, late shout out. Haven't haven't been on here for a little while, so he carried us home again. Um, shout out for to the Timberwolves summer league team getting to semis for the second time in three or four years. Lost to Grizzlies. Would have liked to have seen, um, would have liked to have seen more lottery picks play in Summer League this year.
1: Yeah, that's why I did not watch much Summer League.
0: Would to see... I like had stuff team going team on. I was busy. Yeah, I mean, unless you're just glued to NBA TV at 3 o'clock in the afternoon or on a weekday. I
1: wish. I wish. Be good. That'd be good. I, um first want to shout out the, my, my, the real dynamic duo that I left off that I should have included is uh, Young Thug and Mason Ramsey. My new favorite combo. Jumped on that Old Town Road remix. Check it out. If you ain't got giddy up, then giddy out my way as my country prince, Mason Ramsey, so eloquently put it. Um, shout out him. My passion for Mason Ramsey's Music has never been stronger than it is now. Um, And I'd like to uh, do a, once again, just one more time, shout out Skinny Boogie. Keep it up, buddy. And uh, finally, I'd like to uh, shout out, uh, well, I guess we got to shout out Chance of Snapper for being caught. The dude that caught him from the Florida dude got it throughout the first pitch of the Cubs game. Oh, seriously? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. You know, quick rise to fame for that dude. Who's got a really weirdly constructed body. It looks like his head's on backwards. Um, Just based on pictures and stuff I saw. And um, shout-out, last but not least, to uh, Tua at SEC Media Day, who says... He wants uh, NCAA football back, and so Tua joins the rest of the America who would like NCAA football to return. So, figure out NCAA, give us our gift back. I'm still playing 14 out here because I one of my f- it's, you know, top three favorite video games ever. Sports video game, it might be number one. It's either that or it's MVP Baseball.
0: I would be so happy if NCAA came back. I mean, there's no way it would be this year, but...
1: Just oh need it back.
0: God. Yeah, there were, there were some whisperings about this like a month or two ago, and I... Needless no, to say, it comes
1: up every year.
0: Right. Yeah, hope they bring it back. I am excited for college football. I'm starting to get excited for football to come back again, but...
1: I'm um, sort of
0: not as excited as I am for basketball to come
1: back. It's yeah, dude, really I had this weird thing where I've been having these dreams about, like, football not being around for some reason. Don't care. It's, like, not, just like not existing. Yeah, it was weird, weird dreams. But I was, like, the only thing in the dreams I was just mad, at. I was, like, because the Bears hadn't won a Super Bowl. It's like, oh, the Bears are ranked the number one team, and they're not going to win the Super Bowl. It was, like, in this scenario in the dream. But,
0: huh?
1: It was, it's been reoccurring in the last couple it's been really weird it's just like flashing and it's like popping up in like subtlety ways and like other dreams not people like hearing about dreams but yeah very odd thing but I just you know what's really weird with it too is like I just got really pissed about football because they were like the Texans like changed Davion Clowney's position from DN to linebacker to pay him like A couple million dollars less, and I'm like, really? Like,
0: (laughs) well, I was—I've been thinking a lot lately that they got to do something about. I honestly think the NFL like has to get rid of um, the franchise tag. It's—it's a mess. They
1: gotta. uh, I mean, you just gotta make it so it's like these guys. Because even like the idea of like Melvin Gordon or Zeke Elliott, like fact that it's like, oh, should we pay these guys to replace? I mean, like. I understand, like, yeah, their positions are replaceable or whatever. You know, but at the same time, like, you should probably pay your stars and stuff so, because like, it's gonna eventually. If it's like you make the guys so replaceable, I'm not gonna give a shit about your sport, like, because then I don't. I'm not gonna want to play fantasy football because I don't know who's gonna get the touches and who's you know if everyone's replaceable. I'm not trying to spend my week trying to figure out who you're replacing them with and that whole thing and like. I'm you know, hypothetically investing in players and shit for a season I'm I'm picking and doing all that. But it's like you know, halfway point like half the guys I'm starting aren't playing, like not fun, not gonna continue to play. And NFL your biggest driving point is like gambling and fantasy sports. Like that's what biggest reason you're got this billion dollar empire, like billions and billions of dollars. I mean, like, I get it for, you know, it's about the like quarterbacks, but, fine. I mean, half your quarterbacks are bad. Like, Melvin Gordon's a very good football player. Just pay him. Let him continue to play and, like, earn something relatively good. And, like, yeah, do something. I don't know. It's it's just very ridiculous. That's
0: that's, uh, that's your football, football.
1: That's why NBA is better, man. I mean, forward. that's why basketball is better, man. No, one of the we we're, we got super duos now. We got we got a whole bunch of super duos. We don't know which one's better. It's super wide open. It'll be fun.
0: You know who I should have listed as the number one super duo? PJ. Who? You and I. Uh, that's how good we are. Oh yeah. It's how good this podcast is.
1: So good. <laughs> Franklin and Bosch would have been in my top top five sewer duos if we are expanding it outside of basketball
0: um, I don't doubt that uh, so you and I are going to be doing some pods periodically the rest of summer definitely we'll do more as news rolls in but um, we're usually pretty good about doing them every week every two weeks we'll see how frequently we're putting them out here but um, as always thank you everyone for listening and hopefully we'll be coming out with another podcast and something will come up in the next week or two and we'll be we'll be coming back to talk to everyone. But, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Check us out at ThePointForwardNBA at gmail.com, on Twitter at ThePointForwardNBA, at FoolishKilla. I tried to unlock Ultra Jacobs, couldn't do it. It's dead. That Twitter is not going to be uh, reborn, unfortunately. PJ said don't. Check that out if you want to see some old tweets there. Um but
1: Get a new one. Rebrands. I need to rebrand. That's probably the way to do it.
0: Anyway, we'll talk to all of
1: you soon. Thanks for it. If you ain't got you know giddy up then giddy out of my way.